I just have to tell everybody that, that you Rory, shut up. Turn Rory, her down. No, Rory's Turn sitting in the down. booth across from me, and he totally just smelled his. I finger. did not smell my finger. He smelled his finger. Karen, this is not unusual. Okay, I've sat across from Rory lots of times. <laughs> is he always smelling his finger? We just don't bring it up. Okay. <laughs> I don't like it. I knew I should have separated those two. Oh no! It's Monday. Hey, Jeff, do an intro. Oh, great. Uh, That's going to be a good one. I just, I'm serious. Just whatever comes to mind. Can I do an intro? I never get to do the show. No, shut up. Oh, you guys are dickheads. <laughs> I think Rory should do the intro. Yeah, Mark's right. You guys. Podcasting from Shut the Hell Up, the rest of you guys. That's uh, mondays.plop.com. It's Mondays with your host, Carl Franklin. This is Jeff Maciolik here in the studio with a bunch of jerks. We've got Carl, we've got Karen Greenwald, we've got Rory Blythe, and over there somewhere in the communist state of California, I think we have Mark Miller announcing show number... I have no idea what the hell is going on. 53! <laughs> Mondays is produced by Plop Productions, providing professional audio and podcasting services online at www.pwop.com. And now, these jerks. Some joke that you forgot to write or I yeah, forgot to write. Now yes. I have a girlfriend. Hey, Karen's finally gone gay. <laughs> <laughs> this is a historic moment, ladies and gentlemen. I don't think we've ever had such a big cast of Mondays. Well, at least in about a year or two. Yeah. You know, in the two years that we've been doing this. But, uh, you know, it, all we need now is Nick Landry and we'd have uh, more people than we could possibly handle. Well, uh, what can I say? We're getting this show together by the skin of our teeth. Jeff arrived here like at nine when we were supposed to go on the air because, I don't know, Jeff, why Why are you even here, Jeff? Uh, well, I'm here because I, I think I work here. But uh, as for the uh, the nine o'clock thing, yeah, I was in Maine, as Karen loved to point out, because I love to point out, I was visiting my girlfriend. He left his hole in Maine. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Courtney Love? What? Hippie oh. Jesus left hole in Maine. <laughs> So you were at the, summarize. So you basically <laughs> rolled out of bed at the crack of four PM and said, Hey, I should get going to yeah. go do that Monday's thing. I should his girlfriend's crack. Left his crack. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually I, I woke up at about one and stayed in bed playing uh, old video games, then rolled out of bed to meet my girlfriend and then say, I have to go and then Well yeah. it's good to have you back anyway. Karen, you're here. It's been here. a month at least at least since we've done a show and you haven't done a show for probably like a month and a half. Well How have you been? I've I'm good. I'm good. I've nothing exciting as a crack in Maine or anything like that, but I did I camped in Vermont. I bought a new house. I'm ah. renovating it and I outer limit yeah, so I'm crazy busy, but I'm 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 good. I'm, so you bought a new house and you're renting your own I'm house. I'm renting from the new my owners, own house right? back. <laughs> And there's this weird freak that's in my neighborhood. I'm so glad I'm leaving. He totally, like, rides around on a bike, a recumbent yeah. bike. douche. I know. I'm like, it's really too much. The na- there goes the neighborhood. So I am so out of there. I got this I uh, recumbent tricycle. It's a green speed, which is made in Australia, a green speed GTO, believe it or not. And they have GT, you know, X, what are all kinds of different GTs. But this one is uh, sturdy enough to hold my fat ass and... Uh, 
It was great. You know, when I went to when I went there to buy it, Adam Cogan was with me, and uh, we went up to Newington Bicycle. And the guy up there, uh, basically, I looked at the model that they had in in the store, and he gave me a price that was above the retail price that I had seen on another website. But, and, and Adam said, "Are you going to haggle?" And I said, "No, you know, I really don't have any any. I'm not equipped to haggle. I don't really have any, you know, anything, any prices with me or anything like that. So, you know, I could beg, but that probably won't do any good." So he he's all disappointed in me, right? Because I won't haggle. And uh, then the guy, the salesman, makes a mistake of bringing me over to the computer, and he says, "Listen, I I really want to sell you this one instead, which is you know like a thousand dollars more or something ridiculous." And I said, "Well, I think I'm already paying an obscene enough amount of money for this one. I mean, this one's got to be ridiculous." And and he brought me to the computer. That was his mistake. I went to his competitor's website. And I basically said, if you can, can you match that price? Because he was selling it for seriously like five or six hundred dollars more than this guy was on the internet. So he was at a net loss of four hundred dollars already. And I said, if you could, can you say? And he goes off in a huff. He's like, dumber than me. Jesus Christ! I'm just trying to make a hundred dollars. I'm not going to make a hundred bucks on this bike. Blah blah blah. He goes it's off a in trike. a huff. Yeah. So he comes back and he says, okay. But I, I'll never forget. He said. I'm just trying to make a profit on this bike, is what he said. And I said, well, I'm just trying to get it for the best price. That's clear. You're trying to make a profit. Exactly. So was Adam proud of you? Yeah, Adam was proud. But he was like, Kyle, first you give me a lecture about how you're not going to haggle, how you don't like haggling. Is he from New Hampshire? No, he's from Australia. He's from Australia. <laughs> Couldn't you tell? <laughs> Come on, Karen. The, the New Hampshire part but of his Australia. Mistake, his mistake was bringing me to the computer because I had him then. I was just, you know, I thought, because I read your blog a while back about, you know, how, you know, we're moving to an age where facts can be verified instantly. Ah, oh, yes. My portable anti-bullshit device. I thought you were going to pull that out. I thought that's what your story was going to no, consist of. No, that's too slow, actually, if you're in the heat of an argument. That's too slow. But he had a nice zippy website right there. But anyway, so anyway, I got this three-wheeled tricycle that you sit back in you lean like in a as in a recliner and this mounts a tv on front right absolutely <laughs> and it's a beer coaster yeah it's it's really insane so in you, fact, lay, you don't even need to ride it <laughs> you lay back in it your feet it's are out front room. and you steer at your sides and uh, there's two wheels in front where which you steer from one in back it's got discs disc brakes so i've been riding it every day and it's great and karen rode it around it's very too. cool it's it's not even like really you know you can go uphill without yeah, it's like a go-kart with pedals. It's awesome. That's sweet. So, Mark Miller. Carl Franklin. How you been? Uh, yeah. Yeah? I, I don't know. I'm yeah? okay. You know, I was I was, I was, was going to talk about my stalkers a little bit, and then it turns out one of the stalkers is listening to us right now on the show. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, I guess I won't mention Jason Follis' name. By, <laughs> <laughs> I'll just use, you know, some abbreviation or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah. So I realized, I guess this is kind of an important thing. I realized this, and it was actually Jason who kind of pointed this out to me, not using any kind of verbal, you know, mechanism for communication, because that's not what stalkers do, right? Right. Um, but I realized that my stalkers are not out to kill me. They're just out to kind of stare at me with goofy smiles from a long distance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, that, and that's, that's it. So, you know, I, I'm like, I'm like, you look familiar to me. <laughs> I've seen you before. Yeah. So anyway, hi, Jason. How you doing, man? Don't kill me. 
And none other than Rory Blythe is here joining us in the studio. You probably heard his uh, his voice there. He and Karen have been having a little spat. She's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Rory, man, it's very good to hear your voice on the radio mm-hmm. again. Uh, you've been here. We've been working on a new show. Mm-hmm. Right? You want, do you want to talk about it or? We could talk about it. I mean, if we get to spend five minutes talking about your tricycle, maybe we could talk about my show, huh? Hmm. Hey, well, it's my show, you yeah, know. Well, get, okay, I was going to say get your own show, but that's your line. Whoa, so. whoa, whoa, whoa. Your show? Where'd you get this your show thing, Okay, man? fine. We'll talk about my that's show. That's it. I'm out of here. <laughs> diva, diva, shut diva. Shut up. Look, shut up, bitch. Look, okay, so we're going to talk about my show. <laughs> and my new show is basically where Carl and I are going back through the old Neapolitan blog archives. And I am doing audio renditions of my um, posts, and only the most magnificent ones. Wait, wait, wait. Rory gets called. his own show? When am I getting my own show, Franklin? Dude, you will never have your own show. I want my milliseconds. <laughs> it's oh, milliseconds. Very clever. <laughs> are, are we actually going to talk about all, all these shows now? Okay, <laughs> why not? <laughs> why not? Let the cats out of the bag. I want to know when my show's coming up, Franklin. Everybody knows now. Mark's doing a show called Milliseconds, and Rory's doing a show called... The smartest man in the world. Yes. Hey, hey, why can't my show be called that? Shut up. <laughs> uh, isn't it obvious? Yeah, there, I mean, there's yeah. an obvious answer to this. <laughs> why won't anyone tell me the answer? So we're working on these, uh, getting these up right now. We don't have URLs yet, so d- just sit tight. You know, think, consider this like a pre-announcement, but, uh, but look for it. Dude, it's milliseconds. Milliseconds. Milliseconds.com. You've heard Hanselman, it's now here in milliseconds. Mark's getting more airtime about his new show than I am. So Who let's talk- are you over there? Who is that voice next to you, Karen? <laughs> I have no idea, Milla. Okay, let's move on. Karen, you got a new show? Milla, the evil I know. <laughs> hey, no, wait, I want a new show. Yeah, Karen no needs fair. a new show, Carl. I want it to be called The Smartest Man in the World. Karen's too loud. <laughs> <laughs> Turn Karen's mic down. F*** Rory. <clears throat> Bitch. That was a great plug for Rory's show. All right, let's move on. All right, let's move right along with a little segment we call Girl! Papi Chulo. <laughs> Whatever the hell that means. Carl, it's so much sexier when you say I know. Instead of Papi Chulo. Papi Chulo! I don't even what the hell, I don't even know what that means. What does that mean? You take a chulo and bop yourself with it? What is that? I don't yes, know. Carl, that's... <laughs> That's exactly what it means. A churro or a chulo. It means that you are self-bopped with a chulo. No. <clears throat> I don't know what it means. All right, Karen, what's up? All right. Um, all right, so tonight I wanted to talk a little bit about the spam situation. Now, yeah. I'm, I'm not talking about pop-ups and irksome emails and the like because I know that all of you freaks have some super crazy turbo mega hyper airtight irritant blocker or whatever. <laughs> Version 2.0. <laughs> I do have a Turbo Mega Irritant Blocker, actually. (laughs) You wouldn't be on this show if you had one of those, really. (laughs) The the Irritant Blocker would cut (laughs) us right out. (laughs) We'd never get through. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the spam of life. I'm talking about the little permeating messages that practically seep through your pores, ads and offers that appear in places that don't even register in your conscious mind. Places like on the back of your receipt. And now, 
This seems wrong to me because you obviously just got through buying something and they're already up your ass to buy something else. Are you fucking kidding me? Let me walk out of the store. But at least those people are going about their advertising through legal means, not like those swarmy losers who stick ads on every possible public flat service in spite of the fact that it is totally fucking illegal to do so. Look, when you put those things up like that, not only are you creeping into my head, while I'm at a red light, which is beyond acceptable. But you're also breaking the fucking law. Yeah, what yeah. Kind of, what kind of self-centered, overly entitled prick thinks that it's okay to put his little flyer for landscaping on a U.S. mailbox? <laughs> yeah. Give me a break. And you know what? Fuckers. I should be able to take a ride in an elevator without being assaulted by post-ups. Mm, I yeah. just you go, want ho. to ride. <laughs> Look, Sag, do you want to go with me? You want to go I don't think that fag can go with you because that's kind of contradicts the fag thing. Honey, go with me. You need your urban dictionary. I'm sorry, sweetie. Go on. All good. All good. I just want to ride in the elevator while looking uncomfortably around, avoiding everyone's gaze, resting my eyes finally on the numbers, progressing. Not on a flyer for Pizza Hut's Two for Tuesday. What's the matter, Pizza Hut? Is Queen Latifah sucking up all your money and now you need freebies on the elevator? The problem is, not only is all this spam sneaking into your soul, the problem is that it's so eerily specific. Mm. The super freaky tracking systems have become so refined. I, I wasn't more than like 45 minutes pregnant before I started getting <laughs> diaper and formula coupons in the mail. I, bl- <laughs> I blame that on those big brother swiping cards that you have at every store. Stop and Shop probably noticed a pattern of me buying condoms, and when it skipped a week, they came to the logical conclusion and sent me baby coupons. <laughs> Seriously, you try it. Buy nothing but chips and ice cream for a month, and I bet you $10 that you start getting love letters from Jenny Craig. <laughs> Karen, you know, I could fall in love with a woman who bought condoms every week. <laughs> Miller, you're in love with me already. And the very worst thing about this infiltrating trend is that it always gives you pause. It may make no sense at all, but when you're the target of an ad, you stop and wonder, huh, should I be doing something about my erectile dysfunction? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Did you say rectile dysfunction or erectile dysfunction? Mark Miller, you should know erectile dysfunction oh, when you're here. Oh. I'll be at a stop sign. And I'll glance over and think, well, maybe I should work from home. <laughs> the job of these ads is to make you feel like you're missing something. And they manage to do it in every conceivable way. I thought of that the other day as I entered the one sphere that should be considered sacred. The one place where you can go to reflect in peace and comfort. The bathroom stall. Yeah. I sat down to pee, looked up, and there I saw it. A full door ad for breast implants. All right, that's girl. 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 No, I just—I was just thinking about what she said, and I, I guess that means I need to take down all those. Honey, isn't it time you put out posters? <laughs> I've got hanging all over the house here. You just need to make them more subtle, Miller. Put them like on the pillowcase. Put them, you know. Karen Honey. keeps looking at me when she says these things. Erectile dysfunction. Yeah, she keeps looking at me when she's all reptile dysfunction. <laughs>
Oh, hey, Jeff, didn't you patch Richard in? Uh, no, I actually got an email from him a little bit before the show. He's not going to be able to make it. Oh, man, he was he's in Japan, you know. He was going to Skype in. Well, um, it's a good thing that I have my trusty Richard 2000 here. It's, uh, it's a device that uh, will stand in for Richard. Should I turn it on? Absolutely. Do it! This is where Mark Miller finds all the people making the news who are dumber than him. And he figures if they're dumber than him, they're also dumber than you and will therefore make you feel better about yourself. Mr. Miller. Well, Carl, as you know, last week Americans celebrated the 4th of July. Yeah. Now, for any of our listeners out there who don't know what I'm talking about, the 4th of July is a special holiday where Americans gather in large groups combining equal parts of alcohol, lighter fluid, and gunpowder, <laughs> all in the name of honoring the time we kicked the asses of those British invaders. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. You guys went crying home to your mamas. And don't uh. think we can't do it again, Tony Blair. <laughs> don't think we don't know about all those spies you have planted in our country. Oh, yeah, we know. And that you that cover you've arranged for them, claiming that they are not British, but merely gay. Ha! Like we would be fooled by that one. Yeah, right. <laughs> gay guys don't say, oh, I think I'll fancy the bread pudding. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's very clear that when Blair gives the signal and the evildoers in our midst reveal their true terrorist intentions, which, based on my research, appears to involve tight pink flowery pants, microfilm hidden wedged into the cap of an empty bottle of Astroglide, and code words <laughs> plucked from an off-Broadway production of Pirates of Penzance, I think it's clear that Americans will respond just like we did in the Battle of 1492 when we kicked Cornwall's ass all the way back to Jamaica. <laughs> nice. Was that, was that Richard? <laughs> I think that was the Richard 2000, actually. Okay. Now, as we all know, for some unexplained reason, last week the space shuttle managed to take off and actually make it into space without blowing up. God. This is remarkable <laughs> achievement for NASA, who are masters at blowing all manner of space shit up. <laughs> oh. And while I suppose congratulations are in order, I can't help but feel completely let down. <laughs> and not just because my bonus was riding on this launch in Vegas, but mostly because I went through the effort of packing the kids and the wife into our trusty 1975 olive green station wagon with wood panel siding Look out. and drove all the way down to Cape Canaveral the entire way, promising my family a spectacular surprise 4th of July fireworks show, the likes of which they've never seen before. <laughs> <sighs> Now, Carl, as you know, Dr. Jonathan Weltzer, my latest court-ordered therapist, is always trying to wrestle away those tightly locked personal details of my traumatic and confusing, padded and perfumed, coat-hanger-beaten childhood. But I'm not telling him squat. You hear me, Dr. John? <laughs> you want to talk to my inner child? Well, oh, 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 wait a minute. My inner child wants to say something. What's that, little buddy? Huh? Oh, I see. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, sure, I'll tell him. He says, F*** you, Dr. John! F*** you! <laughs> oh, and by the way, Doc, just in case you're wondering, 
my inner child can beat the unholy crap out of your inner child. So unless you want to lose your inner milk money and find your inner shorts flying high up the inner flagpole, back off. However, Carl, for your benefit. That's awesome. I will mark the passing of the anniversary of kicking Tony Blair's great-granddaddy's ass by sharing two stories of personal dumb with our listeners. Okay. Personal dumb. Story number one, the hobbling rocket. My dad and I, this is 4th of July, we're out there, and uh, I must have been a very, very young kid, and it's raining, and he's got uh, a rocket that he's brought. It's got three fins on it, plastic fins, and he's trying like heck to get this thing lit, and it will not light up. Mm. Rain's coming down, and uh, we've tried for about, I want to say, five minutes. He holds the match to the bottom of the flame for the longest, longest time, and a little spark comes out, and he runs away. And we're standing about 20 feet away from it, watching it. And then it kind of stops. And my dad says, well, just stay here a minute. We're going to watch it and see what happens. And, you know, he, he gives me a, a a nice little bit of information on the dangers of fireworks, which I, as you'll tell by my second story, I managed to forget. But but uh, we're <laughs> oh, watching man. that. And all of a sudden, we realize that the um, the fuse is not sparking like it normally is. It's just got a, a flame coming up from it. You know, in, in about a minute, we noticed that the one of the fins is on fire, <laughs> and we're, we're like, "Oh, this is unusual!" And then, boom! Psh, oh, it it the the spark catches again on on the on the fuse, and it goes sh- boom, and it takes off, and it takes off with two fins, and the thing goes up about twenty feet, does this nice little arc over the tops of our heads, goes behind us. We turn around and look, and it does. It's in the middle of doing another arc back down, coming right at us, misses us again by a few feet, swinging around, comes back and forth, back and forth like that about three or four more times, and then poof, fizzles out. And that was pretty dang cool. Awesome. Story number two, a much, much... By the way, Richard, I really, really appreciate that. And what did you think, by the way, of that uh, that egg salad I sent you? Oh, my God. <laughs> that is awful. <laughs> I need therapy now, too. <laughs> uh, story number two, whistling Pete's in the magic disappearing jar. So I'm much older now, and I'm, uh, you know, I, I'm uh, experimenting with fireworks. So we had these whistling Pete's, which are designed to just make a lot of noise and then fizzle out. They've got white powder inside, and I took, I think, about eight of those. I unloaded the contents of these into a uh, mayonnaise jar, and I stuck it on a large rock, and uh, I had some some uh, just a long piece of fuse that I draped over it and lit, and I went back, like I should say, about, you know, the prerequisite 20 feet, which is the safety distance uh, when working with explosives. And uh, and uh, I watched the fuse light up, go over across the top, the fuse dropped down in, and then boom, and I closed my eyes for a moment, and I felt on my face... All of these little pricks oh. of of the glass, oh. right? Ugh. And uh, but it, but it wasn't cutting me. These were just vaporized little beads of. I think I turned the glass back into sand, and I opened my eyes. The glass was gone. There was this huge white cloud of smoke just kind of rising up. Oh, and uh, and that's my other personal story of dumb. Well, Carl, I've actually got a smarter than me. All right, this is called the exploding car for safety. Uh huh. Kids, this one is coming to you straight. Death to monkeys. Death to monkeys. <laughs> Carl, look, can I say something? What? Richard never fucking interrupted me so much as he's done tonight. <laughs> so you need a little tweaking on that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's working just fine. That's very strange. 
Kids, this one is coming to you straight from the pages of Popular Science, the place where nerdy guys like me go to order creams and how-to videos for nerdy guy problems. But Popular Science isn't just your source for male enhancement products and the Chopat dual-action knee strap. No, kids. It turns out that Popular Science actually has articles that come perilously close to reporting actual science. Mm. So I'm flipping through an old issue and I stumble upon this beauty. Jaguar's new pedestrian deployable bonnet system, the PDBS. Now, for our listeners in the United States, let me assure you that the car does not make you wear a frilly blue hat. <laughs> no, my ignorant American brothers, a bonnet in jolly old England is the part of the car that flips up the front, commonly known here as the hood. Now, Carl, as you well know, the European Union recently passed new legislation that requires automobiles to be gentler on pedestrians in the event of a collision. So, kids, here's the step-by-step -step on how this amazing piece of technology works. One, you're driving through the neighborhood at high speeds as usual. Your liberal application of diesel fuel to those f***ing speed bumps the night before has, <laughs> has effectively dissolved those driving menaces into speed ripples with nary an effect on your James Bond maneuvers. Two, your idiot neighbor who is taking his job as a crossing guard way too f***ing seriously <laughs> suddenly steps out in front of your new Jaguar XK, extends his hand and commands you to stop. Three, but you're driving the new Jaguar XK. Normal <laughs> rules do not apply. <laughs> it's okay for your foot to exert additional downward pressure on the accelerator. That's the pedal on the right. Four, bam. The XK's nose cone, carefully sculpted to gently tip the pedestrian up onto the car's hood, where the explosives are kept, makes contact. <laughs> Five. As impact occurs, a sensor array ascertains the size, shape, and mass of the object headed toward your windshield. <laughs> Note to my not-so-pleasantly-plump sunbathing neighbor Gladys, who just recently transitioned from a way-too-small one-piece dark blue bathing suit to a really freaking way too small two-piece bikini <laughs> bright green with purple polka dots proof I might add that there are some truly dark forces working against me <laughs> Gladys <That's awesome. laughs> bad news they don't make explosives big enough to save your fat ass <laughs> let alone your thighs that squeak from all that suntan lotion and friction whenever you walk. <laughs> Speaking of which, for the love of God, Gladys, do the neighborhood a favor and invest in a sturdy shaver. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say on that one. Oh, no, that's horrible. Six. As the hapless pedestrian approaches your windshield at a relative speed of over 50 kilometers per hour, you rest easy and even have a moment to make eye contact and smile. Seven. Boom! The pyrotechnic actuators fire with the power of two 12-gauge shotguns, both aimed squarely at your flying idiot neighbor. Awesome. The hood pops up and spanks the crossing guard on his ass before sending him flying safely into oncoming traffic behind you. <laughs> Sensors in the back of the car look for any movement. And if they detect an object of similar shape, size, and mass trying to get up, fire off two more pyrotechnic actuators located behind the dislodgeable aerodynamic brake lights, just for good measure. <laughs> 
9. The hood lifting posts immediately vent their gases and deflate, lowering the hood and restoring the driver's forward visibility. Amazing, <laughs> huh? Yeah. <laughs> so, engineers behind the new pedestrian launching technology and the new Jaguar XK, you sirs are smarter than me. Yes, you are. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I got a crazy old naked guy story. You do? Oh. Well, in that case, let's break out this. All right, Mark, what is it? The story is called Crazy Old Naked Guy Found Stuck in Air Vent Up to His Waist. Oh, man. What are the odds that the side you don't want to see is sticking out? <laughs> William Leland Nichols, a 52-year-old crazy guy. Turns out he isn't naked as our story starts. Oh, no, Carl. He's wearing pants just like any other self-respecting burglar. Mr. Nichols must have been in desperate need of do-it-yourself plant-growing equipment, because instead of waiting until morning when the stores are open, Mr. Nichols decided to break into Smoking Jays, a famous smoking accessory shop in Merced, California. As you know, Carl, Smoking Jays is the A1 place to go when you're low on zigzags, pipes, bongs, and high-intensity growing lights <laughs> for your plants. Mr. Nichols made his way onto the roof of Smoking Jays and started to work his 52-year-old ass into the vent opening. Carefully, Mr. Nichols lowered his body down the shaft until his feet pressed up against the ventilation panel mounted on the ceiling of Smoking Jays. Bam! The panel at the bottom of the vent popped out and Mr. Nichols' body fell for a brief moment until his stomach filled the bottom of the tapered vent, his ass and feet dangling precariously above the scales, which, as you know, <laughs> Carl, are useful for measuring things. Yes. <laughs> Now, at this point, Mr. Nichols was no doubt regretting that case of the munchies he had earlier in the day. As the Doritos clearly bypassed his intestinal tract and made their way directly to his gut, which was effectively blocking entrance into Smoking Jay's paraphernalia palace. <laughs> and Carl, no matter how much Mr. Nichols wiggled or sucked in his gut, he was clearly, clearly stuck, unable to move up or down. Now, as fate would have it, when Mr. Nichols' lower body fell through the grate, the edge of the grate popped the top buttons in his pants. Now, with all his wriggling, eventually his pants dropped down to his ankles. And yes, yeah. in case you're wondering, Carl, Mr. Nichols was indeed one of those crazy old guys who liked that breezy feeling while he walked. Oh. Commando. Yuck. That's right, Carl. His answer to the question, boxer or briefs, was C, none of the above. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh. So nasty. Police were called to the store after a neighbor reported that a trash bin had been pushed up against the building. Police looked through the window and, to their shock and surprise, saw that the Air 420 cannabis vaporizers were on sale at 20% off. <laughs> <laughs> after their elation faded, the officers realized that some movement was catching their peripheral vision. Was it the ceiling fan? A wall clock? No, it was the dangling 52-year-old junk belonging to the dangling Mr. Nichols. Was that real or what, what the hell was going on over there? <laughs> it sounded like the, the Rory 2000 in there. Firefighters arrived and after spending two hours alternating between shielding their eyes and rescuing Mr. Nichols... 
finally freed the crazy old half-naked guy. Mr. Nichols was arrested on suspicion of burglary, possession of burglary tools, and trespassing. So, Mr. Nichols, your ass is wrinklier than mine. Yeah! <laughs> hey, is possession of burglary awesome. tools actually a crime? That's a really good question. I don't think it is. Well, you know, I don't know. And I'm just, it brings up a good point, Karen, because did he get it like... Did he get it at Burglar and Jay's next door? The tools? (laughs) To Joe's? Uh. Maybe. And what is a burglary tool? Hmm? Like, Mm -hmm. what, a file? Mm -hmm. I have a big, huge file. Or your forehead? (laughs) Depending on how you break in. Or a baby? Reasons why Lori is not a successful burglar. Yeah, that's a good question. I want to investigate that. That's a fascinating question. It's fascinating. Uh, All right, Mark, you done? (laughs) I'm done. I'm done. All right, well, that brings us to the next segment, which is little one I call Things I've Learned This Week. I've learned that if a neighborhood dog starts chasing you on your bike, it's not a good idea to stop and reason with the animal. I've learned that pit bulls get really cranky when you call them nice doggy. (laughs) I've learned... That nothing brings the neighborhood out on the lawn like a fat and pasty screaming nerd on a bike being attacked by a snarling, slobbery cyclone of razor-sharp teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Is is Roy doing something to Karen? Somebody check. Don't come back here. Hands on the table, everybody. Don't come back here. (laughs) I don't care what he's doing, but I like it. She's laughing. I've learned that my attacker's name is Bite him in the balls! (laughs) (laughs) I've learned that it's really hard to walk into the emergency room with a 35-pound dog swinging from your groin. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the image, Carl. I've learned that it takes approximately 100 cc's of morphine to convince a pit bull to unbite my crotch. Hmm. It's actually a lot of morphine. <laughs> Did you get any of that? Because... <laughs> we left over. finally, the final thing I've learned this week, I've learned that my neighbor's doormat is not fire retardant. <laughs> and that's what I've learned this week. Retardant. Retardant. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> what the hell's going on in there? God, Jeff, you sound like crap. Hey, f- you, Richard Two K. Nothing a bitter thing. Can we have it? I want a Jeff one of those. Oh God. Exactly. Oh, God. <laughs> That's what it would say. Oh God! Oh God! Oh, oh God. no! We're I have a doomed. girlfriend. I have a girlfriend. And I left her in Maine. A bunch of irrelevant stuff, and I have a girlfriend. And the guy whacks himself with a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that's a little bit freaking me out. That Richard thing. Oh, awesome! It's a little bit freaking me out too. <laughs> All right, so. Now, a blast from the past, it's Roy Blythe with Google Weirdos! Hey, Roy. Hi, Carl. All right, so Google Weirdos, for those of you who don't know, 
is a segment that I used to do when I was a regular part of Carl's life before he replaced me with all these other people. And, um, and the idea behind Google Weirdos is that I have a very, very popular website. It's called neopolion.com, N-E-O-P-O-L-E-O-N.com. And if you go to Google and you type in Rory and that I'm feeling lucky, then you'll get to my site. Mm-hmm. Karen, don't f***ing give me that. Don't look at me like that because I'll f*** you up. Okay, now. Whoa. <laughs> anyway, so moving right along here. Um, like I said, uh, I get a lot I of hits on my him. site. Nah, no, nothing happened. So um, I get a lot of hits on my site. Um, as I was telling Carl, I get just about a million page views a month nowadays. And uh, and this makes it a little bit of a Google magnet. Okay. And so I get a lot of people who wind up at my site because they've Googled for one thing or another. And because of the way referral logs work. I know exactly what they've been Googling for. And sometimes it's sort of strange. I can understand when they Google for Rory. That makes sense. Do you, hey, do you guys... Hey, trivia. Karen, for you. Can you um, guess Can you guess what the number one search term is that leads to my site? Napoleon. Ass. Ass would lead me right to you. <laughs> ass is the number one search term that leads people to my site. Why did you grab ass as your search thing to lead them to you? <laughs> I didn't mean to grab ass as my <laughs> highest search term. It's just that there's you? so much ass surrounding me all the time. I that... suppose, but I'm, I want to know. Ass just exists bounteously in my life, okay? There's just How a lot of ass in my life. did ass get into your life, Rory? It's not so much that ass got into my life. Maybe I got into ass. I we don't know. We want the ass backstory. What are you saying? I want to know why when I put in ass, you're all I can get. <laughs> 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 okay. <clears throat> I'm not gay, so let's get going here. So the first Google weirdos, and the way it works is I just take the search term and then I either comment on it or I let it stand on its own, just with its own little strength and its own little four legs. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the first one is uh, somebody was searching for self-circumcision. And um, I don't know what you're planning, but I would recommend that you read the directions. The next search is men in diapers. And I think you'll probably have better luck if you search on German Google instead. The next one is for nipple extenders. And I don't see what the big deal is. I think it's pretty easy. It's two safety pins, two chains, and one truck. Oh, Oh, so nasty. This is like a public service you're doing, Rory. It well, is. I, I help people. I'm, I'm Rory Blythe, friend of he's man. He's a helper. I'm a helper. He's Thank an you. ass. I'm an ass helper. And he's a helper. <laughs> <laughs> help yourself to some ass. <laughs> so the next search is stupid Canadians, which is redundant. You can just search for Canadians. Ooh. And then the next one oh, after man. that. I'm <laughs> sorry, Richard. I didn't mean anything. Nothing I'm bitter or anything. <laughs> Something to test your stupidity. And I was thinking, if you're really looking, maybe a door would be a good test for your stupidity. <laughs> oh, awesome. The next one after that is, I love you buttocks. My mother says, okay. And I just wanted to say that buttocks say, I love you too. <laughs> the next one is... I really hope you grabbed your ass and, you know, did that sort of spreading ass cheek thing when you said that. Oh, we totally oh, did. Please totally don't bring did. goats into What this. are you talking about, Jeff? Oh. Actually, it was an Ace Ventura thing. You oh, know? was it? it? It's a Bart oh, Simpson thing disgusting. before That's Ace awful. Ventura. Whatever. Okay, let's just not get all Bart. caught up in that. Okay. I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. It's not Talk about Jim Carrey. It's just about Bart Simpson. Okay, so the next yeah. one. Thank you. Thank you. The next one, my segment. Hi. So the next one, <laughs> the next search is Rory Blythe sucks. And you know what? That's fine. Doesn't matter because I'm so freaking popular. I'm like the f***ing prom queen, so f*** you. My hair's never looked that good. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is... Brain consciousness, God, I don't get it. 
And you know what? You're the only one because the rest of us had it figured out a long time ago. Mm. Especially the nose. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is, do you like pissing in your pants? Like it. I love it. <laughs> I'm not even going to touch that one. <laughs> Please don't. The next one is, how to get your dog to hump. And I think that if you oh. just try some talking and simple petting, because you're not going to get anywhere without foreplay. Glass of wine? No, I was just going to say, if that doesn't work, alcohol. Absolutely. Always lots of alcohol, my friend. Karen, you say absolutely like you've done this before. I'm just saying that you can't give it to strange. them in a wine glass because they can't always get they their tongue they down there. They can't lap it up. You yeah. want to put it you right have in to the put bowl. It into the bowl. Yeah, so absolutely. Because I am so I in love with Karen right now. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is wet my pants, and I was thinking that you know maybe a little important than typing this into Google would be going and changing them um, right now instead. Oh, the next search is enhanced penis. Which makes me wonder, like, what you did. Like, install hydraulics or spinning rims or something like that. Neon. What about clothes hangers, a truck, and some chains? <laughs> oh, that is so horrible. That's for elongating your nipples, bitch. Yeah, I know. What's good for the What's good for the nipples is good for the cock. <laughs> Haven't you ever heard that? Oh, my God. She has a really dirty mouth, this one. <laughs> Saucy. So the next one, <clears throat> and I have absolutely no commentary for this. It's simply... Every day for the past 10 years, I've stuck $30 in pennies up my ass. <laughs> and for some reason, that mm, led $30. to my side. <laughs> Sorry, you know, I wasn't paying attention there, Rory. Did you stop doing Google Weirdos? Are you talking about something else now? <laughs> <laughs> this is still oh, Google man. Weirdos, Mark. Now, I'm going on. Uh, the next one is stop oozing pus. Ew! Oh, okay. I just say okay. Ew! I, no, so I have no problem nasty. with that. I'll stop oozing pus. The next one is... What is Scientology? And very simply put, Scientology is mass organized mental retardation. The next one after that is foot pedal trash cans. How do they work? Um, you, you push the pedal with your foot. You push the pedal with your foot and the trash can opens and then you put your trash in it. You're a fucking idiot. Yeah, you're dead. <laughs> the next one is how to prevent a dog rolling in shit and I say get a new dog because your dog is obviously broken <laughs> and now sometimes what you get is you get a couple searches in a row that are obviously related these came one after the other the first one is sticking banana in ass and the next one is sharp pain in butt <laughs> and I put this together myself <laughs> yeah Karen's over there it doesn't usually hurt yeah well anyway um, so the next search is hamster helmet which makes me wonder like what the f*** you need a hamster helmet for like you're gonna shoot the f***ing thing out of a cannon or something oh, the next man. one is sick nasty stuff that causes your soul to fall out of your ass <laughs> Jesus I'm not quite sure anybody would search for that I'm anyway. so embarrassed you're bringing this up now Rory <laughs> <laughs> next one is I need to go to the bathroom but my penis is stuck oh <laughs> tell me about it <laughs> well okay I Actually, need to go to the no. bathroom but my penis is stuck the next one is um, quite simply somebody searched for Pac-Man strategy um, eat pellets. Yeah. Uh, avoid ghosts. Is it that fing hard? I mean, uh, next up is. <laughs> hard. Don't turn this into a sexual innuendo. Let one go by. <laughs> Let one go by, eh? <laughs> Let one go by. <laughs> Which one? That's the question. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Let it go. <laughs> As long as Richard's laughing, I'm laughing. <laughs> so the next one is uh, words women love to hear. 
And I can tell you from experience that you chew gum like a whore works every single time. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, like a whore. <laughs> well, Karen's getting hot across the window here. So. <laughs> Let's not get our asses sued. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is how to relieve opiate withdrawal shakes. And I think probably with more opiates, you dipshit junkie. Uh, the next one is are you gay? And I say, why don't we ask Mark Miller? Mark, am I gay? Um, yeah, you are, man. <laughs> it's a slippery slope. <laughs> Do it. I'm so not gay. All right. So anyway, um, so 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 the next so the next one is, my penis is shrinking. Why? In my idea, I think that perhaps it's slowly turning into a vagina. <laughs> and then awesome. finally the last Google weirdo for possibly the entire year. Does that make you sad, Karen? How does it make you feel? I'm a, I'm gonna cry. Yeah, broken up inside. Okay. So the last Google weirdo is how do you know if a goldfish is going to have offspring? And I just say, Did you use a condom? <laughs> That's the first guy. Yeah. Yeah. Glad to have you back, Roy. Yeah, whatever. I want to know why all this ass play gets to your site. I really do. I have to go to your site, I guess. Guys, I just searched ass on Google, and I got 203 million hits. I'm going through them right now. What if um, there was a lot of urine stuff, too? You know what? You don't know the half of it, sweetheart. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. I don't know if this is a trend, or I don't even know if we'll be back next week, but that's our show. And uh, That was the show? That, that was, was the show. show. Yeah. You were recording this? I hate it when you work me up and then you let me down. Well, I'm sorry. Okay, bye. It was Build fun. Buttercup. Anyway, ah. stay well. Karen's we'll mic is next... too loud. Maybe Woo! we'll see you next week. Maybe not. We'll see. Yay. Very loud. Yay. Yeah. Bye, everyone. Yay.